Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Hello, my name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. It was announced yesterday that a suspect had been arrested in the murders of Abby Williams and Libby German. He, uh, his name is Richard Allen. He's a Delphi resident, 50 years old, uh, arrested on two counts of murder. Hammer, we still are left with a lot of questions. We don't know if there's anybody else involved. We don't know if this guy... Uh, was on the police radar for a long time. We don't know how they came into contact with him. We don't know, really know anything about this guy other than he was a uh, pharmacy tech at CVS. Right. So still, I know you um, especially have been pretty vocal about your frustration about the lack of information and details uh, surrounding this case. I'm just relieved that someone has been arrested right. after five-plus years. That was, a, that was a big deal, but still uh, a lot of questions out there and a sealed uh, affidavit as well, which is highly unusual in a case like this. And let me make this clear. I'm not saying that the public has to know everything right away along with the police. It's not what I'm saying at all. I felt like for a long time, the police were holding these press conferences and it was giving people false hope because for so long, there'd be a press conference and it'd be one additional second of audio coverage or something very minute that's really not going to change a lot. Or remember the press conference where the sketch changed. Uh, okay. The, the composite sketch changed. That one I'm completely. fine with. Things like that where there's actual legit information, but for so long it just felt like they were having these press conferences with very little new information just to try to... I don't know. I guess keep the story alive because they don't want this to turn into a cold case. But I just felt like that was giving the families false hope. So yesterday, this press conference happens. And honestly, this could have just been a statement. This didn't need to be a press conference because we knew everything heading into that. Now, I understand why they're doing what they're doing. I'm the last person in the world that wants this investigation compromised. I've been following the story since it's happened, but why have a press conference yesterday when you just could have released a statement or had Doug Carter, the superintendent, walk up to the microphone, I can't take any questions, we're not taking questions, here's what we know, and he, walk off the he stage. He could have, because Doug Carter, the superintendent at Indiana State Police, is very emotional. I think some sort of televised announcement of an official arrest was warranted. Yes. Uh, the questions afterwards, right. It really didn't make a lot of sense to have a press conference when you weren't going to answer. They We literally learned nothing over the questions and the reporters that were asked. And I uh, think there's a asked. lot of things still in play with this story. Yeah, it's still, it's still an open investigation. Right. So how did we get to this point? This is the million dollar question, right? Did somebody rat uh, Richard Allen out? Was it Keegan Klein? Was it that guy that had the fake social media page? I mean, I don't know. A question Was that it a I, family member? Right. A question that I asked Rob Kendall earlier when I jumped on with him, and I'll run it by you here as All well. Right. If, and again, I'm just speculating here, but if Keegan Klein ratted out 
uh, Richard Allen and told the authorities, yes, this is the guy that did it. I'm not the murderer. Would you be okay with Keegan Klein, a convicted sex offender who had a bunch of child porn, getting a lighter sentence? Um... Yeah, again, it's all speculative. It is. It's hypothetical. I don't know how he would have information about the murder without being involved in it. And so if that's the case, then then no, I don't think, you know, maybe you get a lighter sentence, but I don't know how you have information about the murder suspect when when you couldn't have been involved in it. To, to answer your question, that's the way these things work, actually. I mean, I mean that's the way, hey, look, I've got some information. I'm going to tell you how I know it. I'm going to tell you how I got it, but I, I need a lighter sentence on this thing that has nothing to do with with the murder charge. So I, I and, and to bring closure, maybe not closure, to br- bring justice for Abby and Libby, yes, I, I think I'd be okay with some sort of compromise or some sort of deal. Not immunity, not... No blanket immunity. But if he goes from like a thirty-year sentence for a bunch of child porn, and they take it to down to like years. ten years, oh, would you be okay with that trade out? That's the question. And again, we don't know anything yet, no, no. and we might not know anything for a long time. And maybe there are multiple people involved in this. Who knows? Uh, but the press conference yesterday really didn't need to happen. Give us a statement. Tell us why you can't answer questions. Walk off the stage. Because it felt like that would have been a better use of everybody's time and resources yesterday. Now, last night, the grandmother of Libby German, her name is Becky Patty, she jumped on with News Nation and discussed the arrest. Here she is talking about how they had hoped that the killer wasn't from Delphi. You you always hear this anytime somebody's interviewed after a horrible crime, all the neighbors say, oh, I would have never imagined. So that's kind of where everybody is here right now. But we have always uh, known that that was a possibility. It was also a possibility that he wasn't from around here. I guess we had just always kind of hoped that he wasn't from around here. Yeah, I mean, this whole thing, Delphi is a small town. That's why I think so many people were saying, I had hoped it wasn't from somebody around here because we all see each other every day. It's probably somebody we've interacted yeah, with. Imagine how just creepy you'd be, creeped out you'd be if you're, I mean, this guy's neighbor, you know, worked with this guy, whatever. And and yeah, I mean, they did a nationwide search into yeah, and that was that was the thing with you know some of those previous press conferences with uh, Superintendent Carter is one of the things he would say is he could be in this room right now, and it wouldn't surprise me. So uh, yeah, the fact that he was uh, out and about and <laughs> mixing in with the locals was was really troubling. The question of whether or not justice has been served, was asked to the grandmother of Libby German last night. There's never going to be real justice because you can't ever bring the girls back. But justice for us, the the solace that we have is to know that once the girls' killer is convicted, that the world's a little safer and that he can never hurt somebody else. Again, I want everybody associated with this 
taken in. And if that's what they're doing with this investigation, then by all means, keep all the information secret. Don't have any press conferences. Just find a way to get this done and get it right. Because I don't care who it is. If it's somebody that had a catfish account, somebody that did the killing, somebody that knew about it, I want all these people going down. And lastly, um, this is something you alluded to earlier, Nige. The fact that this was a guy that was in the neighborhood. He worked at the CVS as part of a pharmacy tech, but he also worked in that area where they develop photos and pictures. This is the grandmother of uh, Libby German. Her name is Becky Patty, talking about how her daughter got funeral pictures back from that guy. Um, she uh, had sent some photos up there to be um, developed and then she was picking out some more and he's the one that gave them to her. And then Ugh. said, uh, you don't have to pay for those. We'll, we'll take care of that. But I have learned since that that is common for them to do that. Unbelievable. So that's I'm speechless. That's that's just that's crazy. That's everything that we know right now not a lot more than yesterday uh, but we will continue to stay on this story in case there's ever any leaks uh we've been covering this really nige since we took over afternoons yeah. here on wibc and uh we're gonna see this thing all the way through did you guys have a lot of trick-or-treaters last night at casa de nige oh yeah our neighborhood was full man it was uh it wasn't exactly uh, the it wasn't the weather wasn't it was okay in terms weather-wise, and it didn't stop everybody. Every, tons of people out and about our neighborhoods. Um, it got tons of kids in it, and, you know, we were near the schools and stuff, so everybody was out. Everybody got big hauls. It was nice you know? to see all the kids out last night because yeah. the rain held off on my side of town and it was kind of warm. So yeah. kids were out in droves. And a couple couple years ago, it was sleet and snow. I right. mean, piles, inches of snow and sleet. We like made it up and down the court once <laughs> for Halloween and that was it. But yeah, last night was pretty. Did you break out the. Did you do the do it right yeah we had the music going had the lights lights. playing thriller and ghostbusters and all that kind of stuff and i will say this i have done a complete 180 on something you know probably about 10 years ago i would have said hey if you're a high school senior if you're 17 18 years old Eh, you probably don't need to be trick-or-treating. But you know what, (laughs) Nige? I live in Marion County, and if a kid comes to my door and he's not trying to kill somebody or sell drugs, here, take all the candy you want. That is a big 180. I've done a complete 180 on that. If they just want some candy. Were they polite or the kids coming up to your door? uh... Yeah. Crystal and my wife, my wife and I noticed this a lot. A lot of happy Halloweens and thank yous without mom and dad having to yell at the kids, (laughs) you know? So it was a good group last night, man. A real good group. Um, So today is the day after Halloween. Yeah, I had to take a couple Advil when I woke up this morning. Some folks uh, still recovering from celebrating Halloween last night. Because the kids are out and about, the moms and the dads are all like standing on the intersections with their coolers of beer and the wagons they pull behind them. Right. Maybe a Yeti cup with a little something strong in it. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So here's a little tribute to all of those on the struggle bus this morning. Last night was Halloween, but even more scary. Today is the day after Halloween. People waking up with the cruel reality that Halloween fell on a weekday, a work day, a school day. Sleepy, grumpy children who stayed up late eating candy. And parents tired from walking their children around the neighborhood last night and also eating candy. You know you did. 
Sure, Halloween is fun, but today will seem like the longest day of the year. This message brought to you by people who believe trick-or-treating should always be the Saturday prior to Halloween, unless it falls on a weekend. Oh, that's an interesting debate. Should Halloween trick-or-treating always be celebrated on a weekend? The answer is no. It's always got to be on the 31st. Come on. All right. If you want the candy, man up and get out there on a weeknight. I don't think I'm asking too much. You're going to go out and freeload, and then you're going to complain about what night it's on? Come on. All right, Alan Green, what's up?